Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the third episode of the Jaguar Times podcast. And it's been a while since we've recorded one of these. And for this episode, I decided to bring on uh, two good friends of mine. One is your media club president, Kartika Huja. Hello, hello guys. How are you? And we also have our president of the... Uh, <laughs> Josh, please introduce yourself. Which club are you from, man? From every club. From every club. Hey guys, it's a pleasure being here today. Thank you, Josh. All right. So it's been a while since you've done this. So bear in mind, we're a little bit rusty. So recently, in light of the events that happened on the 5th of November, we decided that maybe this is an interesting topic to maybe not kick about with Spirit Week, but definitely something that should be talked about given what's happened. So Karthik, do you want to take us through what happened on Friday night? So Friday night was an Astroworld concert that was held by Travis Scott and other performing artists. And during the show, what happened was the brief is there was a big event tragedy which took place, which killed eight people and injured a hundred more people. And the first, the, the thing, the major thing with this event is the backlash people are getting is Travis Scott still performed at least 40 minutes after the first mass casualty, after it was declared a mass casualty event. So we have one big Travis Scott fan here, Josh, he's going to be talking more. He's read up more on the event. Josh, what are your views? Just oh, uh, let me correct you on that, Karthik. Like, not only did he play 40 minutes after the emergency was sounded, he actually finished his entire planned set. So there was nothing left for him to perform. He already finished. He completed his set before it actually stopped. That's what reports had said. And it's quite sad because I like listening to Travis Scott music. But then when you do stuff like this, it kind of, you know, really spoils the entire scene for it. Well, that really does spoil his image. But then again, so I think the important question here isn't whether or not... I mean, it's very quite obviously a tragedy. But at the same time, the big question is... Who's to blame? Who do we point the finger at? And social media has been split 50-50, if I'm being very honest. A lot of them say that, okay, it's Travis Scott's fault. He was like ignoring people. But on the other hand, there's only so much he can do. He can't control the crowds to that extent. At least that's my personal view on the subject. Because when you're looking at, I don't know, what's the crowd size? Give me a number of the this, crowd size. So this, this crowd, 50,000 people. 50,000 people. You really expect one person to control a crowd of 50,000 who are already crazy and obsessed with this guy. They've broken lines. They've knocked down barriers. And they've done all sorts of nonsense, jumping on top of the paramedics' vehicles. And uh, I've seen the videos. There is no space to even breathe. And that explains all the casualties that happened. So the question is, and what I want to hear your thoughts on, are whether or not you guys think that he's to be fully blamed or was it an issue of understaffing, not getting enough security? Let me know your guys' thoughts. So let me give some context to these numbers. There were 50,000 people who came to view the event, but the stadium was actually one for 200,000 people. So it's not that the stadium was too small. It's that, that the stadium has multiple layers to it where you have this VIP area and you have general listening and stuff like that. But what happened was that at the time of the event, people, everyone rushed into the VIP area, the one directly in front of the stage. So we have 50,000 people who all, they jump security, they just ran through the doors, you can see numerous videos on it, and they all ran into it. And that's what caused it. Once the music started and once the time the countdown started, you could actually see how things unfolded. 
but then back to your question of was he to blame per se was it some other issue i i don't think we can fully answer this question but we we can let the listener decide but if you look at previous other concerts that have happened in the past linkin park concerts um there's been various rock metal concerts as well where crowds can get really hectic but and dangerous but what's happened is that when people fall they stop the concert they wait they instruct the crowd hey what's up lift that guy up and then get him back on his feet and then they continue the concert there are numerous numerous videos on that especially the linkin park one which has been uh, viral recently so i would just like to add context that there are bigger concerts that happen but travis scott if you see if you go to the abc news website they've listed out facts of where you know how Travis Scott has a history of inciting crowd behavior so I'll just spill out dates on August 1 2015 he was arrested in Lollapalooza festival in Chicago for inciting a crowd to jump barriers this was back in 2017 in May 2017 May of 2017 again he was he was charged and pleaded guilty to misdemeanor for disorderly conduct where again he incited the crowd to breach barricades and then again in 2018 in the hometown where the park where's concert took place nrg park again in 2018 he was fined and charged for misdemeanor and like you see the history he has a history of just misdemeanor where he's inciting the crowd to do stuff like this and like josh showed me a video and it's pre viral also where he's chanting homophobic chance to fans or he's spitting on younger fans who trying to you know just have fun or take a picture with him so it's like you know you can't there is a part to blame but i feel over the years travis scott has done this so his fans are like you know oh you know travis scott has told us to do this so we're going to do it anyways that kind of behavior you know i mean sure i definitely understand that and it goes to show it's you've shown us the history and all the things that he's done in the past but with again a crowd of 50000 people you can't really expect again don't get me wrong i am not defending the man i am a neutral person looking at this from a realistic standpoint because like social media warriors can always just keep saying what they want on the platforms and that's sad you know because i understand you know i personally hate cancel culture it's something that is really stupid you know it's something that can be avoided like 10 times not really that necessary just going through i was just going through this one article on instagram one person who attended the concert wrote their experience and just going through it right based on what this one person has said and i can assume i can assume that this has happened without without travis scott actually telling them to do this they said that by the time scott was ready to perform they wanted to be as close to the stage as possible we ended up being on the left side of the stage near the walkway in the middle and close to the vip section To the right of us were metal gates barriers that I'm 6 feet tall. Uh this is a post by someone named Stone Huey on Instagram. And basically after going through this a lot of people like it started going like tragically down. There was a lot of tragic downfall happening over here and people were just not getting any space to breathe. There was no space to move. If you see the footage it's kind of horrifying that like you're seeing people just collapse and like they're on the floor. 
but again this is not that travis scott has asked people to come and like be closer to the stage they've done this on their own free will so i personally also blame the people who were there at the concert too you like it's not travis scott who's responsible for the death of these eight people it's also the fans you the fans who were there sitting in and you know you were the ones who were going crazy you must have drank too much you must have been under the influence you must have uh, done some illegal drugs you never know i am no one to speak but at the same time you can't really you can't really blame the man solely just because he couldn't control the crowd sure people are screaming but they were not screaming directly to him how can you expect someone standing 200 meters away from him to hear you over a crowd of 49999 people is that possible i don't think so so if i'm being really honest i personally wouldn't blame travis all on his own sure it could have been an issue of understaffing maybe he didn't have enough security the paramedics too also were being really unresponsive and i've seen some really really sad uh statements from the paramedics one guy i remember reading it earlier today he said he saw the skid on the floor and he checked his pulse and he was gone and there was nothing he could do about it he had to move on to the next person if he's gone he's gone there was no bringing him back from that and that's i know it's a really sad thing to say but that's what happened at the concert and it's just really really heartbreaking yeah it is i would like to go back to the dates so what happened was in 2019 before the covid 19 they held a concert and even that time there was a there was close to being a concert like you know a tragedy like this close to happening so what they did when the next event happens they got 100 extra security guards and even that wasn't enough they got 100 from the last time because something similar happened on november 9 2019 and after that event oh they thought oh you know we'll get more get most people staff more security and you know, more everything around but even 100 people weren't enough to control the crowd so we're not saying it's totally travis scott's fault but what as an influencer and an influencer as big as him who has deals with multiple companies fortnite mcdonalds you know the more the more bigger you are the more people follow you and this is again going back to his history is kind of in, in like you know he's influenced people oh you can do this you can do that you can jump over barriers so he's not totally responsible but as such a big celebrity you should you should take some responsibility on your shoulders he should have stopped i know he stopped it after completing his whole set which is like again didn't he he didn't have communi- was there a communication barrier between the security team and the sponsors team that is still to be noticed and i think one thing that we noticed and we were discussing outside this podcast was a lot of people sued him for 1 million dollars and the question came up what 1 million dollars in front of lives like people have lost eight lives like a young as 14 year old kid has lost his life and like children like you going like what's the amount of one life even though he's going to give free mental health care and free tickets and refunds but at what cost people have lost their lives if you just do a quick google search of him his net worth is around 50 million dollars and he signed a deal with mcdonalds and he signed deals with fortnite playstations really really big so what is 1 million dollars to him anyway he's just going to keep doing this now as a content creator as an artist who's been out there for many many years and he has a history of violence and you could i'm going to use the word violence and instigating fans he has a history of telling fans to jump off a balcony and praising them for doing so at a concert taking this history it does make some sense 
from his part, you know, take proper precautions moving forward. So let's say you know your concert's going to go a little bit crazy, you know, I'm going to use this term from his song, Sicko Mode. If you're going to go Sicko Mode, you might as well have some precautions kept in place to make sure things are fine as well. So you can enjoy going Sicko Mode, but you have that safety net to fall on, which was not over here. Like, you know, when the paramedics came, there was no proper channel or procedure placed uh, in in place. So it could also be apart from the managing team. He might he might have had a poor choice of who which which company he was associating associating himself with, and that's still on him. I think like you only when you have a history of performing for so long, it's your responsibility, especially since you're a large creator, that you associate yourself with the best highest level of quality that there is there out there because it's for the fans at the end and you are there because of your fans and if you're not looking out for them then well that is a deep you know a deep thought like you know how can creators as big as travis scott you know held held accountable especially with the past or like you know so many cases against him like you know so much going against him so now the question comes back to will he he will definitely lose sponsorships that's no doubt but again at what cost like you know the parents aren't going to see their child again. The, you know, the siblings, like, you know, you can't see your sibling. Like, the siblings won't see each other again. So, and they cancelled, so they cancelled the rest of the Astroworld concert tour and they refunded all the money. But again, it comes back, like what Josh was saying, responsibility, being such an artist for such a long time, such an influential one. You know, maybe, like, there are some mistakes from the organizer's point of view. But there are also mistakes from Travis Scott's point of view. And I think one thing, what I think Travis Scott lacked was he didn't take, I know he he couldn't take accountability, but some measure of accountability was, in my eyes, he should have taken some measure or some accountability to it. Even though saying like, I'm sorry, people lost their lives, but taking some accountability on him would have made a little difference to me, in my eyes at least. I don't know how you guys see it. I mean, considering the fact that a lot of people look up to him, and I mean, uh, if, if I'm coming from an outsider, uh, outsider's point of view, a lot of people look up to Travis Scott. I mean, he's where he is because of his fans. Any artist for that matter today is where uh, they are where they are because of their fans. And so many people look up to him. And if this is the image that's going to be there of him on the internet for everyone to see, a lot of kid, parents will be like, stop listening to this guy, you know, like... Yeah, the devil, the devil. And like, people are making conspiracy theories now. I was reading the other day, not the other day, earlier today, uh, from his song Stargazing. There's a line which goes like, uh, it ain't no mosh pit if there ain't no injuries. So people were like making conspiracies with that, you know. So, I mean, again, that comes down to coincidence as well. It's not, it doesn't have to be that way. I'm not the biggest believer in conspiracies that way. But... Honestly speaking, I think Travis Scott could have done a lot, lot better with this whole incident. He definitely could have handled the situation a lot more better. And the thing is, eventually it has actually reached a point where, sure, the things are very heated at the moment, but people will eventually move on. And I know it's, again, sounds very blunt and straight to the face, but you can't mope about it forever. You can only learn to improve from this experience because... I, I totally understand people have lost their lives here. But at the same time, I personally would not blame him completely. Definitely, he should have have he should have had some accountability, especially when 
his own team were hearing people screaming at them saying stop the concert there's someone fainted right here so i don't know man it's it's sad to talk like it's a little bit difficult considering that some people will never get to see their loved ones again you know that's yeah. that's a bit bit sad to hear it's just, it's just like it's coming new and it, you know details are still not totally out there's investigation still taking place like i mentioned earlier there's still lawsuits so there are more details of this case yet to be revealed how much like you know things like how much could travis scott really hear or things like you know this precise things that we will really know if travis scott is like you know did he just intentionally perform the whole set for more money or did he just you know didn't hear or didn't get a message from them to stop performing so you know there are some grounds you still we still need to find out from the police but you know but again like you said like you know you wouldn't place but in my eyes since the i would still go back to all the charges that were against him and he's pleaded guilty to like two or three of them like how would he do how would he make it better like would he do a sitting concert next time like imagine a travis scott sitting concert like he's performing sicko mode and everyone is just sitting hmm. <laughs> if i'm being yeah. honest i couldn't see anyone at a sitting concert especially with That'd someone as funny yeah yeah as a hype man like him <laughs> no chance i don't see that happening yeah and i th- i think one very important point that we haven't touched about is how the person performing actually controls the crowd to a very large extent so even you could say the crowd is going crazy but he still had a great amount of control over it even after it was declared an emergency and the emts were coming taking people's bodies out you know on their ambulance he still kept continuing to do that robot dance at the top of his stage so i don't see how that helps control the crowd so i think he definitely had scope of stuff he could do there all he had to do was stop the concert and and the, just help people that's I, it i think what happened what what it boils down to other than like what reports we're getting it's is what you do in that moment what you do in the moment and what you do after like we haven't heard travis scott really say what happened to him he's just if you see his instagram he's posted a sorry video and a sorry post but you know we would like an audience like as an audience as a fan base we would like to hear like what he was going through during that time even though you're saying sorry we understand your emotions take some time off but you know get an accountability like release a short video and saying how you felt what what was going on in your mind what were you hearing in your earpiece so something like that what was you know he feeling at that time when he clears things out like that maybe maybe then we get a clearer image of what happened yeah but when we wanted that kartik i don't think we'll ever really know what he knows and what he knew at that point of time now whatever's going to happen moving forward is going to be pr clean up for him he's going to have a pr team they're going to be creating a very nice video that puts him in very positive light of what you know he wants people to think that happened at that moment and what he you know supposedly knew so that's what's going to happen we're going to see a very nice video on social media you know sad sad but nice video that puts him in a positive better light than how he is now and that's going to help try to clean up his image but from other artists they usually are always connected with the other team they have a earpiece in their in their head and they're always connected so they know what's happening so i i'm really surprised that he didn't do anything about it at the moment i don't think will he lose sponsorship deals will he lose big deals like that's not for us to discuss about but you know we there's still a topic to be talked like will he lose sponsorship yeah. deals with mcdonald's or fortnite yeah um like I, 
from a business standpoint like you know that would cost him a lot of money i'm going to be honest i'm kind of now i don't really like what he's done so i hope he loses deals but from what i've read one of his emotes just like dance or something has been already pulled from the fortnite shop so oh, as wow. a person so yeah. Yeah, but the, he still has a skin and another emote in but those are so long a long time ago so i don't know how they're going to pull that out but his latest emote has been pulled from the store officially just for a little clarification yeah, is uh, this is we're talking about fortnite right yeah, yeah fortnite i mean does he have i think he has multiple game deals if i'm not wrong I, i'm just not sure fortnite. i think it's just fortnite i'm not too sure so, fortnite yeah. and mcdonald's are his two the biggest two biggest two ones two biggest ones what was the burger called the the what is the, the travis scott on you is it this travis scott burger the travis scott meal or something yeah it was called the travis scott meal that's not i think it's yeah. called the travis scott meal It was what a quarter pound with pickles or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just I forgot. Uh, it it reminds me of the BTS meal. You know, they sold it over BTS here in meal. Dubai. Yeah, the BTS meal was like just nine nuggets yeah. with a different sauce. Yeah. But like, the price was double like what I'd normally pay for nine nuggets and a and a sauce. You know. Yeah. And I couldn't even get it as a meal, which is like. Hmm. So you could see if you read the news, it says Travis Scott made twenty million dollars off his, his McDonald's deal. His McDonald's deal. And now he just has to pay one million dollars in compensation for these lives. So I don't think that's fair at all. Like it's really, really sad how people can do this kind of stuff, uh, this kind of stuff constantly, and keep getting away with it. I think we can go keep on talking on days about you know what's morally right and morally wrong, and how Travis Scott is to blame or how the organizers is to blame. But at this point, I think we like I do agree. Like. If you sit on this, I'm still on more Josh's side of how Travis Scott is more accountable than on Keegan's side, yeah, or who course, says, like you know, the he's Travis Scott is not as accountable. So there are, you know, like Keegan said, there are different points of. Hold up, hold up, hold up! I never said that he's no, not, not supposed to be accountable. I meant to say he's not the only, only one, one to blame. Okay, sorry. He's not the only one, one to blame. blame. My my. Sorry. There are others too who are responsible. My as mistake, well. guys. I'm so sorry. Along with him. Sorry, it's fine, man. It's okay. So Don't worry about it. Again, like social media is kind of divided. Who is to blame? So like you know, this game could go on. But again, like how many days would like Keegan said? How many days would you go like? I'm pretty sure in two three months after this die, like Josh said, they'll put a good PR campaign. At the start of next year, he'll have a good Astro World concert in 2022, and people will just forget about it or just remember it as another tragedy. I mean, at this point, all I'd like to say is that firstly, my thoughts are with all the people who've lost their lives and those who were injured and the trauma that they they might have to face from this experience. Uh, I hope they're all doing okay, and all I can wish them is the best in life, and they stay safe from now onwards, and try not to get too crazy. Also, like Josh said, you can't go sicko mode all the time; It comes with consequences, clearly. And uh, yeah, Josh, any last words before the end of this podcast? I think we've said all that's there to say. I just want to say that my heart is out there for all the people who passed away and their families, yeah. and. For all the people who got injured during that event, it's really sad to see this happen, and it's honestly not acceptable at all. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. And with that, guys, that's our thoughts on the with everything that has happened at the Travis Scott concert, the Astro World concert. Uh, I'm your host, Keegan Korean. I'm alongside Kartika Hujja and Joshua Dacosta, and that's us signing out on Jaguar Times. We'll see you again soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.